Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to episode 49. I hope you're having a great week. Quick thank you to the new show supporters and for the emails and comments you guys have sent in. A lot of you have reached out after the last few episodes and I love it. Keep them coming. If you don't know where to reach us, themindunset.com is the place. Shoot me an email and I'll get back to you. I read and answer every one. You want to make it easy? Just click the big orange subscribe button and that gets you on our weekly email list. It's free. It's painless. And if you ever want to break up, just unsubscribe. No hard feelings. Okay, so a bit of housekeeping before we start. I never officially announced the start of season four. I just kind of started posting episodes. It began with the first day of summer episode and then the one year anniversary of the show back in July. And well, I just kept going. The other thing you might have noticed is that there have been no guest episodes. I've steered away from those at this point because I just felt like there was no continuity. Originally, I thought they were a great way to break up the monotony of me rambling every week, but it all felt disjointed. So I will say, I do love the Strong Coffee, Strong Women segment, and I will bring that back in the near future. In the meantime, and until further notice, you get me. So let's get to today's show, and it's all about energy. Frequency, vibrations. I'm getting vibe like in a really weird way here. The iPhone. Typically, this vibration is around 140 hertz. Why does that matter? Well, because as Einstein said, everything in life is vibration. And few would argue Albert was a pretty smart dude. Now, according to the law of vibration, everything in the universe is in a constant state of movement. These movements are referred to as vibrations. The speed or rate of the vibration is called frequency. And from the moment life began on Earth, the planet has had its own natural frequency. In 1952, a German physicist named Winfried Otto Schumann gave this frequency a name. His name. He gave it his name. He called it the Schumann Resonance. So, what is it? Well, at any given moment, 20,000 active thunderstorms are popping all across the Earth, producing approximately 50 flashes of lightning every second. Each flash of lightning produces electromagnetic waves that then begin to circle the Earth, trapped between the Earth's surface and the lower edge of the ionosphere, about 60 miles up. Now, some of these waves join together and increase in strength. And when that happens, they create a repeating atmospheric heartbeat, if you will, known as Schumann resonance. Now, in order for this resonance to occur, the wavelengths have to be two to three times as long as the circumference of the Earth. I know what you're thinking. What's the Earth's circumference? Well, the circumference of the Earth is 24,901 miles. That's a long freaking wavelength, which produces a very low frequency, 7.83 hertz to be exact. For a point of reference, the lowest note on a standard piano is the low A at 27.5 hertz. My iPhone, 140 hertz. See what I did there? So what's it do? The Schumann resonance. Well, some believe it enhances the body's natural healing processes and reduces stress and inflammation. And as humans evolved, we became more in tune with the Earth's natural vibrations. If you think about it, these energies have been explained for centuries in different forms, auras, halos, chakras, etc. Now, if we reference the law of vibration as it pertains to us as humans, it suggests that all of our thoughts, our wills, and our emotions 
are constantly being projected outward into the universe. Each has a corresponding rate and mode of vibration. The higher the vibration, the longer lasting the effects are. The lower the vibration, the more potent the effects are in the short term. So for example, joy, love, and peace, they all run on higher frequencies. Grief, anger, and guilt run on lower frequencies. Scientific studies show that the human brain reaches its ultimate potential for health and wellness when it resonates with the Earth's 7.8 hertz frequency. These studies also show that our physical and mental health benefit when we stay in sync with the Earth's natural frequency. What do you think I'm going to say next? Well, I'm going to tell you that current studies show that frequencies emitted from modern technology like electrical appliances, TVs, mobile phones, and Wi-Fi are interfering with our body's ability to stay in sync with the Earth's natural vibrations. And this interference, not surprisingly, can have negative effects on the body's immune system, our energy levels, and it can alter our sleep patterns and interfere with the quality of sleep we end up getting, contributing to levels of stress and anxiety in our modern cultural experience. So what do we do about it? Well, as it stands, we know everything in life is vibration. Just vibrations. The universe is neutral. We as humans interpret and project the vibrations. The good and the bad duality gets decided by us, our perspective, our circumstances, and our beliefs. Again, the universe is just the universe. It's neutral. But there is a bit of analysis that's been compiled to explain how our own vibrations organize themselves, for lack of a better term, and it's called the hierarchy of vibrations. This chart, if you will, is illustrated by an upward spiral and a downward spiral. Now, at the base of the upward spiral, you find contentment, belief, positive expectations, and hopefulness. Near the top of the spiral at the highest vibrations, you find, unsurprisingly, love, joy, the feeling of being empowered, and freedom. Now, conversely, with the downward spiral, at its base, you'll find pessimism, worry, doubt, and frustration. And as the spiral continues downward past anger, guilt, jealousy, and insecurity, you end up with the direct opposite of freedom, powerlessness. Now, in between the upward spiral and the downward spiral, you find apathy and boredom. Now that we're aware of such things as the Schumann resonance and the hierarchy of vibrations, what do we do to function in sync with the natural frequencies of Earth and keep our own vibrations at the higher end of the spectrum? Well, just knowing that love, joy, feeling empowered, and optimism are some of the highest frequency emotions and that fear, anger, insecurity, and jealousy are some of the lowest, try to picture these emotions as if they're rungs on a ladder. As in real life, it would be unrealistic to think you could go from the bottom rung to the top rung in one move. So it's the same with the hierarchy of vibrations. Don't expect to leap from grief or anger to joy or love at the top of the ladder. But maybe you acknowledge that you're feeling that grief or anger and in response, you reach for the very next rung. If you're feeling shame or frustration, moving up to apathy is progress. I know that sounds silly, but it's upward movement, and upward movement is progress. So I got way into this, and besides just knowing all of these different terms and facts, I wanted to know what actionable steps could be taken to raise our vibrations. And you'll be pleasantly surprised how stupid easy it is. Easy is good, 
right? The first one is exactly what I just talked about. Expectations, setting realistic expectations. I've talked about this in past episodes. And in this case, thinking you're going to jump from shame or insecurity to joy is an unrealistic expectation. And it's just setting yourself up for disappointment. So you set a small, achievable goal up to the next rung on the ladder. That's number one. Number two, once you've set your expectations, improve your odds by engaging in high vibration activities. Exercise. Take a long walk. Get out into nature. Now, on a side note, I just heard a statistic from Neil Pazricha, author of The Happiness Equation. Neil said, in America today, we have the lowest ever levels of nature exposure in children. According to the America Time Use study, they found that 7% of a kid's day is spent outside. 7%. Now, if we multiply that by seven days, you get 49%. That means in one week's time, a kid in modern America has spent less than half a day outside. Hmm. Okay, back to high vibration activities. Another one is meditation. However it looks to you, just try it. Another high vibration activity is keeping a journal or starting your day with morning pages. If you don't know about morning pages, check out a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It's awesome. Number four, again, this is an obvious one. Find high vibrating people and go hang out with them. Surround yourself with people who emit a positive energy and then distance yourself from those who pull down your energy with their energy. Number five, practice gratitude. Start and end your day by recognizing what you have, what you're grateful for, who you're grateful for. I mean, so often we focus on what we perceive as lacking. Flip the script. Focus on what you do have. Number six, help others. When you feel stuck or unsure about how to get yourself out of a funk, go help someone who's in the same position. There's always someone who could use a lift, and it can be as simple as a phone call. And seven, lastly, with all of this, knowing that your progress isn't linear helps you stay positive when you experience the hiccups. You'll still have bad days. We all do. None of this is Pollyanna pie in the sky. Bad things happen. We all experience grief and anger and jealousy at times. That's life. But we don't have to dwell there. We don't have to allow these emotions or our surroundings to zap us of our higher vibrations. <sighs> Sorry, I gotta get this. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And please share it with your friends because the show doesn't go anywhere without you. If you want to get on the email list or find out how you can support the show, you can do both at themindonset.com. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. And until then, be nice, do good stuff.